So delighted to say that joining the show now, former All-Pro linebacker with the San Diego Chargers. Now, of course, Los Angeles Chargers heading into the playoffs for the first time in the Justin Herbert era this weekend, also with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and I, honestly... In a time when I was falling in love with the sport around the kind of early to mid-2000s, a guy that came into the league and and just did it as well as anyone at the position. Sean Merriman is with us. Sean, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, old man. How's it going? Yeah, I couldn't be better. We're into playoff time. I love that you've had the chance to join us. Really appreciate your time. And you're doing it. Like, I di- had, didn't know a huge amount about Lights Out before your guys approached us and said that you were available for a chat. And I'm like, well, I'll always chat to Sean about football. But uh, the more I've read into Lights Out, the more I've read into the stuff that you're doing. It's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, yeah, you know, obviously known as lights out on the field. Uh, but in 2005 and 2006 offseason, I started training the MMA myself. Um, you know, I got into just working with, you know, guys like Randy Couture and just I wanted to be a better like football player. I thought it was going to help my hand eye coordination and be be a better outside linebacker and pass rusher. Uh, turns out I was pretty good at it. And uh, I, you know, just had a love and passion for the sports. And now we Launch Lights Out Extreme Fighting on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. Uh, we got a big fight coming up this Saturday, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific in California. Um, it'll be shown in uh, in the U.S., Canada, and in France. So we uh, have our you know pretty much our first uh, international debut, which should be good. That's super exciting. I, I love the idea. The timing on that, by the way, is, is basically bang on perfect so that we can be tuning in right around the time the first game finishes on Saturday, you know, maybe miss a little bit of the of the second game, but catch some of the fight as well. Uh, like for people who aren't familiar, it's something where as a guy that you said you trained in MMA, it's something that you, you did while you were playing. You're actually out there looking for specifically former athletes to come across to the world of MMA, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, I made that transition a long time ago. But if you look at now, like, uh, you know, the Frank Gores of the world, Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell, there's starting to be a lot of former athletes transitioning to combat sports. Um, and so, yeah, I'm talking to a couple uh, bigger name former guys now who are looking to transition into lights out extreme fighting. Um, and I, and look, to be honest, I think that all former athletes should pick up some kind of combat sport when they're done. You know, whether they take a fight or not is up to them. But I think the discipline of it to, to compete, um, you hear a lot of these stories of guys having a hard time transitioning what they're done. And the bigger problem with that is they, they don't have anything to compete at. They don't have a discipline. That regimen is gone. And so uh, it's kept me disciplined all these years. I still get a chance to go and train uh, with, with some of the fighters and I'll go, you know, open, open mat or spar day. I'll go kind of have a you know, couple rounds and get my chin check and check a couple of chins and, and roll on the ground. I just... I love being around this sport. Um, I love being around these guys because I missed the locker room, obviously, when you play. You don't have that anymore. So now, you know, walking into one of these gyms with these uh, guys in MMA, they're talking trash, they're competing, they never stop going at each other. I'm like, okay, I remember this. This was this was back <laughs> when I was playing. I know what this feels like. So I, I feel completely at home when I'm around these guys. I love that. I, I love the idea that these guys come in, they're training, and then suddenly walking into the room, you coming in with that big old square jaw, pulling those gloves on, and I'm like, oh, right, it's on now. Lights out has turned up. Let's go. No, no, no question about it. It's, it's funny because, uh, you know, when I come in there, uh, some of these guys are training for fights, right? So you can't come in there looking for easy because they're getting ready for a fight. And so... I know what I know what to step on the bat and I know what to step off. You know, I'm not I'm not that stupid. Um, 
but to to go against some of these guys and 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 um and get them ready for a fight um it, it's really been a pleasure for me I thought one thing you said that was amazing, I almost had to interrupt you on, was when you said, oh, yeah, I started training in MMA in, like, the 05, 06 off-season. I'm like, oh, so after your rookie year, you're going... Like, nowadays, I think we expect with players and contracts and everything involved that players will just put themselves in bubble wrap, absolutely no contact in the off-season, and there you are getting on the mat, getting in the ring. Like, I mean, I don't know if the coaches were aware of what you were doing back then, but that's that's a, a very different approach to off-season fitness. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank God for social, no social media that back then, right? <laughs> like, their social media was big. They would have saw some of these exhibition fights and these sparring matches I would have had. And uh, they would have came in and quickly shut that down. Um, but, you know, I, I, I do say this. Um, being around this sport has been an easier transition for me because not only have been training, but also I think the football, you know, NFL has done it as big as, as bigger than anybody on the production side and, and storytelling. Um, me being into a broadcast and when I got done going straight to NFL Network and Fox Sports and ESPN, you understand TV. Um, and so, you know, when we had the partnership with football, with football TV, it was an easy transition for me because I know how TV works. Um, and so they've been a great partner. And, and, and now knowing that we'll be seen not only in this, in this country, in the U.S., but, you know, in other countries as well, it's like it's, it's an exciting time for me. Yeah, absolutely love that. You also, I mean, you mentioned the the idea of going into that locker room, having that feeling of the guys talking trash, having some fun and, you know, uh, it's been a couple of weeks where we've really seen what a brotherhood football is and, and athletics is and sport is. With what happened with Damar Hamlin just, what, only a week ago now, just over, and the way that football has rallied around him. It's been, I think, incredible for people outside of the sporting world to really realise just how close these guys are and the bonds that you guys end up building. You know, uh, we all know that football can be a very violent sport sometimes. I think that also that's why we love it. That's why, it's, in my opinion, I know some people argue soccer, but in my opinion, football is the greatest greatest sport in the world. That's why we watch it so much because of the violence and the physicality of it. Um, but what we've seen with DeMar Hamlin um, that Monday night is it's unexplainable. You you can't you can't even prepare for that. You know, and I've seen some horrible, catastrophic industry uh, injuries with certain guys and guys leaving off in the ambulance and kind of giving a thumbs up when they were out. And that's bad. But you at least notice someone's breathing, they're living, they're going to be okay, right? Um, in this instance, I don't think we knew. We didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And that was what, the what part was so terrifying of the entire situation. Uh, and I just, you know, you played in Buffalo towards the end of the, your career, sadly cut off with the, the Achilles injuries and not being able to play quite as much time as I'm sure you would have wanted to there. But it is a city, it's a fan base, it's a culture there that, you know, I, I saw, we, we actually, we had the game live on Sunday evening uh, here in the UK. And when that kick return goes in and just, it's, it's a Hollywood script you can barely write. Like, tell us a little bit about playing in that city and, and just what that atmosphere can be like, what those fan bases like. Yeah, we, we all know about Bill's Mafia and how crazy the fan base is. But let me tell you that, in my opinion, I think Buffalo has the best sports fans in all the sports. Um, and I didn't know that until I got an opportunity to go out there and play. And, you know, they look at you as an extended family. They, I mean, they really do. It's like they love their team. They love the players. They love everything about the organization. And I was fortunate, to be honest, even at the stage of my career where I wasn't the same player anymore, to still go out there and experience that because 
you can watch it as much as you want to on TV or hear about Bill's Mafia or showing them, uh, watch them showing up. But until you walk out there in that city and you see the actual love that comes from these fans, it's um, it's something you can't even really put into words. I, uh, I'm intrigued what you think about their chances as well, because uh, as much as obviously it's a tragic situation, they go in as one of three heavy favourites in the AFC. And let's not rule out your charges. We might get there as well. But... I don't know. That feels like there's that crest of the wave now. It feels like we've come through this really tough time. And I saw that second half performance on Sunday. I saw Josh Allen absolutely balling out after the injury earlier in the year. And I don't know. I bit the Bills start to get that January feel about them now. Yeah, they they're going to be a a difficult team to play. I don't care who it is. You know, whether it's KC or whatnot. The one thing I'll say about this is that the AFC right now it's it's a toss up. Right there's there's no clear cut winner in this AFC right now. I mean KC obviously because they 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 won Super Bowls they've been champs before, so they would be the key team to kind of take down if you want to look at it that way. But any one of these teams, including my Chargers, I mean you know they they are another team that's gone into the playoffs. Guys are healthy now. They're getting everybody back, and you know they they lost. I, I believe to KC even with all the injuries they had with, within you know a touchdown. I think it was three points. So. Um, at any given point in time, it's it's one of these teams can win. Now, the NFC, in my opinion, the NFC is you got two teams, right? That's dominant. That's uh, Philadelphia Eagles and 40, San Francisco 49ers. In my opinion, it's going to be one of those teams that take the whole thing. Uh, AFC, I think it's just it's really a toss up because there's so much talent. There's so many great quarterbacks and guys that can go out and, and, and get things done. Uh, I was wondering that you said my charges like uh, some guys we've spoken to don't necessarily still feel that affiliation because they were so connected to San Diego but do you still feel that love for the team and and like when it comes to Jacksonville on Saturday is that going to be your rooting interest you're going to be going to that game kind of roaring on the charges oh absolutely no no question about it um and and I'll say this they have a tough a matchup against Jacksonville it's not going to be a walkover they beat them early they beat them during the season but more importantly, Jacksonville is playing good football right now. They play Tennessee very tough. They have, you know, guys who can rush the passer on the defense. They're young. They're hungry. Um, you know, when Trevor Lawrence is is playing well and he's moving out the pocket, he's he's really good. Uh, so they they don't have an easy opponent. You know, they get past them and it's just another tough game, right? And and, and they're going to be a, a hard team to get past because they are so physical. They're very well coached and uh, they just fight for for four quarters. Uh, in fact, I just want to ask you about the, the, you know, the position you played, that outside linebacker, that pass rusher position. There's a couple of guys in the league right now. You mentioned the 49ers. Looks like Nick Bosa's headed for a, a defensive player of the year call. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. You said about enjoying this sport because it's so physical, because of the violence. Like, there's nothing I enjoy more than a guy that can bend the edge, get to the quarterback. And so who do you enjoy watching in the league right now? Who kind of gets you going when you watch them? Yeah, it's a bunch of guys. You know, Khalil Mack is is one of one of my favorite players, obviously, getting a chance. And then Bosa being on the other side of him, Joey Bosa. I love watching Nick Bosa, um, you know, Vaughn Miller when he's healthy, uh, TJ Watt. I mean, you got some guys who can really get after the front. And, you know, some of these guys are going to potentially be Hall of Famers one day. Uh, and the game has kind of evolved where they're just throwing so much. I wish I was playing nowadays because I'll have, <laughs> you know, who knows how many sacks I would have with them throwing the ball this much. But, you know, to watch them and and watch the uh, um, um, Micah Parsons. Micah, I mean, 
for Dallas Cowboys. He is a physical specimen. I don't think we've seen anything like that in the last decade in the league. We probably will be another decade before we see somebody with with that kind of explosion and size and can do what he does. Absolutely love it. Luke Sean, we really appreciate your time. Where can people find out more about Lights Out? Check out the good work you're doing. Catch some of the fights this weekend. Yeah, check us out on Fubo Sports. Fubo TV uh, will be live this Saturday on Fubo. Lights Out Extreme Fight. We start at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you guys will be able to get it out there. It's our first international fight, so I'm happy about that. But more importantly, I can't wait to come out there, man. And, uh, you know, and, and when we have a fight and we get some visibility uh, and, and be around the fans out there because ultimately the fans make this business. I tell you, the fight fans here in the UK, whether it's boxing, whether it's MMA, obviously we've seen the first UFC pay-per-views coming to London in the last year or so with guys like Paddy the Baddy. And honestly, it's it's an atmosphere like you've never... I've been to fights in Vegas and it's incredible, but just that, I, I feel like a UK crowd is another level. So you've got to do it. You've got absolutely got to do it. it it's a done deal. I'm, I'm booking it now. The fight fans out there are just... They're, they're intense, they're passionate, man. we got to bring it to them. Love it. Absolutely love it, Sean. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me.